0: In today's sermon, Elder Kenneth Nowell reminds us that God is a very present help. He's not only saved us eternally, but he also daily watches over us. When the trouble comes into our lives, and it will, he is present and able to help us and to strengthen us for the battles that we face. Join us today as we learn some valuable and comforting lessons about God's constant care for his children. First, we have a song selection that we hope you enjoy. Then please stay tuned for the message. When the waves are getting long, as I pass them in the throng.
1: It's always a prayer that each and every time you come before God's people that, you know, obviously that the Lord will be with you and that the Lord would bless the service. And, uh, you know, it's a good confirmation when there's a good spiritual song service. And especially the opening hymn we sang, that second verse says, We will lift up our eyes to the mountains of glory for our help comes from God. Above, The Lord be our helper this evening. And I'd like to talk a little bit about that help that we have. Psalm 46, verse 1, says God. That's a good place to start. It right. says God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. I love to think about God. Be the first thought that you have in trouble. But He's not only let that, He says, God is our refuge and our strength. If we could remember that, because trouble's coming, things happen in our life. You know, if you've had just a bed of roses life and nothing's gone wrong or whatever, you know, wonderful for you, (laughs) but that's not the way it has been for me. But if we would remember that God is our refuge and our strength. And what I want to talk about a little bit is a very present help in trouble. Sometimes, when troubles come our way, it could be very devastating, it could be very troubling. But remember this verse. It says, a very present help. I love to think that our God is more present than our troubles. Amen. Amen. Troubles come and go, the Lord is forever. Amen. He says, God is, a re- is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time, in trouble. So, in a very present help, those things that we have to help. You know, think about it, you know, troubles are going to come and, you know, let's see, uh, I've got a little note right here, even Job 14.1 says, man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. That, 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 is that your life? <laughs> That's been my experience, you know, just a few days, but boy, has it been filled with troubles. Troubles are always around. So man that is born of woman and, and that gets everybody. I don't care what kind of political climate we are going through or whatever. Man that is born of woman, that gets us all. Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of troubles. Full of trouble. But in Isaiah 41, Isaiah 41 verse 10, we have a promise here that we can hold on to. Says Isaiah uh, chapter forty-one, uh, chapter forty-one verse ten it says, "Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee; yea, I will help thee; yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness." Sometimes I like to pause and consider. All the times that the Bible instructs us to fear not. Fear not. was that the message that Moses gave to the children of Israel? I'm telling you, when we think about that time that their backs were up against the Red Sea. If we just think about that for a little bit. The the children of Israel, are you talking about being in trouble? Okay. They're at the Red Sea, not the Reed Sea where they can just pull up their skirt and wade across, okay? No, they're at the Red Sea, huge body of water. The most powerful army at the time on the face of the planet is bearing down on them. In a very strategical standpoint, they are are out of luck. Backs against the wall, time to die. And Moses says to the people, instructed by the Lord... Fear not, be still, and see the salvation of the Lord. I love to think about, you know, those armor of God over at Ephesians, that helmet of salvation. Some people think, well, what what good is the helmet of salvation <laughs> to protect? And hold your mind. (laughs) (laughs) To think about the salvation of the Lord. Because it is at hand. When He's on the cross, it it is finished. Brothers and sisters, it's finished. He's not waiting on you to do something to clean up your rat Because if He was, we will never will. I never will. I never would be able to. Put on that helmet of salvation. Calm our mind to remind ourselves salvation is at hand. Salvation is secure because of thy salvation. So a very present help in trouble. Troubles are one of those things that We just can't really get away from There's no getting around it. It's always going to happen. But because we know they're coming, because things we know are going to come our way, it's also nice to think that He is our refuge and our strength. Not only is He that help or whatever, but He's also that refuge, that place. You know, the church that He set up is a refuge that we have to come to. Or at least it's supposed to be, right? That's one of the things that's so wonderful. We can come in and when those doors close, we can shut the world out for just a little while. No matter what's going on in the week, no matter what's going to come up next, uh, you know, tomorrow, Monday, we can stop. Rest a little while in the refuge of our Lord. And not only the refuge but the strength where do we get our strength from we get our strength from the lord we should <laughs> if we're relying upon our own strength we're going to be disappointed especially if since we're in Isaiah go over in Isaiah chapter 40 in verse 28 Very familiar passage of Scripture, right? It should be. Isaiah 40, 28 says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Our God is the everlasting God. There is no end to him. Sometimes when you have help, sometimes people come along to help us in this life. That help has an end time. You know, sometimes we may be helped by our parents a while, but our parents are not always going to be here. If time allows, we're going to grow older. We're going to see them pass from the scene of this life. God is still there. God is still here. He never goes away. His help is never ending And he says, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that our everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not. And then he says in verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. Amen. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Too often times we hold... Too much regard for our youth. You know, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it talks about a middle age. <laughs> you're either young or you're old, right? <laughs> Sometimes we feel like, well, I'm in my 30s, I'm almost 40, I'm not middle age, right? You know, Right there in the middle. There's coming a time when things aren't going to work as right. There's coming a time where our Youth fades. We can't put our strength and our trust in those things. That's not a very present help. Now, I'm thankful for youth. I'm thankful for uh, vitality. I'm thankful for the uh, strength that the Lord has blessed us with. But he said, he giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Our God is our strength, our refuge, and is a very present help he's a very present help i said earlier that sometimes we'll have friends that come along and help us and we may have an acquaintance or you know a spouse or anything that's supposed to be there to help but their help can only go so far their help is not always present we're only human there's sometimes we can be with him, sometimes we can't. Some things to hinder us. Nothing hinders the Lord. Amen. Even if there's somebody tries, nah, it right. doesn't work that way. Right. Now, very present help in trouble. And let me tell you, if he wants to be somewhere, nothing's going to stop him. People try to say they try to push things out of the, uh, you know, the separation of church and state. They try to use that as a weapon, and they try to weaponize it, and they try to push God out of everything in the world. Guess what? You can't push the Lord out of anything that, you want, that he wants to be in. They're not going to do it. They can't because he's ever-present, a very present help in trouble all the troubles that we can ever think of, He's there. And I love to think about, no matter where I am, I can call upon the name of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, if that doesn't bring you peace, if that doesn't bring, let you rest in His promises, if that doesn't give you some sort of peace in your life, Read some more. You need to study some more. (laughs) You need to learn more of our loving God. And trusting in Him's everlasting strength. And over in Isaiah 26, verse 3, Thou will keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee, because He trusteth in Thee. Putting our trust in the Lord. Verse 4, trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. His strength will never diminish. His strength will never fail. We've already read, he fainteth not. I faint. My strength goes. I get weary. If you're trusting in me to help you in all the problems in the world, I'm going to let you down. It's like, you know, when, you're, when two young folks is getting married and everything, they think they can just take on the world. <laughs> Love conquers all, right? <laughs> no. God conquers all. Amen. That's why when we're up here taking our vows, we need to be taking our vows under God. Yeah. And using that, remember, To love our spouse and love the one we love. Especially as husbands. The word of God commands us to love our wife. As Christ loves the church. That's hard. That's big. I'm not there yet. See, my wife's leaving right now. (laughs) I'll never get that that perfect love right. That's right but i think i said it this morning at blooming grove that you know if the bar if we raise it high we're going to try to reach higher yeah. and there's no better bar than jesus christ right. that is perfection at its peak there's none higher So when he says that trust in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Talk about you need some strength to go out your day. Some people say, I need some strength so I can go about my life. I need strength to do this. Well, where do we ask for it? We need to be asking the Lord for that strength. (laughs) Because in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Why would you want to go with something else? I think I remember seeing some commercials a while ago. It's just like, would you want something that's okay, you know? yeah. Well, you know, how's how is, how is your brakes on your car? Well, they're okay. So, whoa, wait. <laughs> I don't want okay brakes now. <laughs> I want the best. I want to put the best on there. Why would you want to trust in something? Well, how's your strength? Well, that's okay. My God's better than Okay. <laughs> He's everlasting strength. He's not only the strength, but he's also my refuge, a very present help in trouble. No matter what comes down the pipeline, he's a very present help. Over in uh, Hebrews chapter 4, you know, verse 16 in Hebrews chapter 4 says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to Help in time of need. That's real help. Find grace to help in time of need. He says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Now that boldly right there is not arrogantly. Let's not puff up our chest and say, well, Lord, I'm one of your children, so you have to bless me. That's like one of my kids saying, well, I'm one of your children, so you have to give me a piece of candy. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) That's not how this works. But we can because we're trusting in the Lord Jehovah, whose everlasting strength, because we're trusting in Him, our mind is at ease, we can boldly go, proudly go to the Lord and say, Lord, I beg of you, not arrogantly, but humbly. And that boldly is not boastful. But confidently, Amen. confidently knowing that we can go to the Lord and he's there. So let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Because we have times of need. I heard one time somebody said something uh, about. The question was asked, you know, it's just like, do I really need God to go to heaven? You need God to go to Walmart, brother. (laughs) We need God for everything. If we don't go with the Lord, we don't need to go at all. I'd I'd hate to think about the times that I have walked out of the door. I woke up, ate breakfast, walked out the door, and didn't spend some time with my Lord. Those days are dragging, and those days are hard. Those days are just mentally draining. But the days that I get up, I purposely start my day trying to seek the Lord. Not because He's lost. I'm the one that's lost. I need to seek Him. And uh, we have that promise, seek and ye shall find. That's like boldly going to the throne of grace confidently going to the throne because I know my Heavenly Father cares. And He's a very present help in troubles. I also like to think about that 15th verse. Not the 16th verse, but the 15th verse. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. We do have a high priest who does care, and he knows. I heard a story one time about um, Elder Sonny Powell's granddaughter. My dad likes to tell the story a lot. One of his granddaughters gives him a call and asked him a question, and he said it was a tough one. Her question was, why did Jesus have to suffer? He's perfect. He's God. Why did he have to suffer? The answer that was given, so we would know that he knows what it's like to suffer. He knows. We sang that song, Jesus Knows. So when we're talking about our very present help in times of trouble, yes, he's very present, but not only present, but he knows. He knows what we're going through. Like if you came to me with a problem and told me everything that you knew about it, I may be able to, to give you some good advice, or I may not. Or I may give you some terrible advice. I don't know. But God knows. Jesus knows exactly what you're going through. And not only knows exactly what you're going through, he knows exactly what to do. <laughs> you know, there comes a time when, when, the, when the little children, they come up and mom and daddy, you know, right now it's getting, it's getting pretty close because Kinder's getting older. But, you know, right now daddy can do pretty much anything. Daddy's a superhero. (laughs) I can can glue all the toys together. I can fix all this kind of stuff. Daddy's doing pretty good. But there's going to come a time where Daddy can't fix everything. And I tell you, one of the hardest things to try to mend is a broken heart. But those broken hearts can be at ease when we boldly go to that throne of grace. That's where our strength and refuge is, is in our Lord. You know, we don't want to put our strength in the man. I think uh, I've got them right here. It's Psalm 60, verse 11, and Psalm 108, verse 12. Exactly the same. And it says, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Too often times, people get let down. People get hurt because they're trying to put their trust in something else. Like we started, the very first verse we read from, it starts with God. Why is that not our first go-to? Why is that not exactly what we ask for? Why is that not the first thing we think about when trouble comes? Too often times, you we know, we're, we may be on the, ship, um, on the ship of life and we see water coming in. And we immediately grab a bucket and start bailing. <laughs> Instead of asking the Lord, what would you have me do? Amen. You know, we have that in the Scripture of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Too often times in our life we get bogged down with decisions that don't really matter anything. Don't really, it doesn't really matter, right? But too often times we get bogged down with those. And then when we're not trusting the Lord, we're not asking Him, when we're not seeking His guidance, when things really do get bad, we're so used to not relying upon the Lord. We're so used to saying, Lord, I've got this. I don't want to bother you with this. And that's what we are. Why is that not our first go-to? And then, you know, sometimes I think about our little ones. I'm reminded about my little children. The things that they get frustrated with. You know, the little kids, they get frustrated. The sock won't go on the foot. You know, can't tie a shoe or, you know, even something trivial. I can't get the straw in the cup. And we think, why are you so worried about that? Why is that bothering you so bad? Why are you getting so frustrated with that toy? As intelligent as we think we are as adults, our Heavenly Father is so vast above us. Even our little trivial troubles, what are they to Him? What are our troubles to Him? He's the creator of the universe. The creator of this complex body. All the complexities in this universe that we see. He made it all. So what are our troubles to him? It's like our little ones when they come to us and they can't get the straw in the cup. <laughs> but when your little one can't get that straw in the cup, what do you do? Do you fuss at him? Do you complain at him? No, you help them out. Why? Because you love them. You know, the scripture says, And ye being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more would our heavenly Father give unto us? So yes, a very present help in trouble. Not only that present help, but he knows exactly what we need and is willing to help us out. And then real quick in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Paul writes, it says, Now unto him that is able, that's a key point, right? (laughs) Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Not only is he a present help in trouble, but he's a present help that is able to help us in trouble. You know, these people that worship these idols and stuff like that that we have in the Old Testament, that they would bow down to this idol or whatever. Yeah, you may always be present with your idol. You may have something wearing around your neck. But my God is real. My God is able. My God liveth. So yeah, I don't care how present your God may be. <laughs> my God is a very present help in trouble. And I often like to think about Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things. I like to think about that. I can do all things through Christ, right? That's not saying all things without exception, right? All right. Yeah, I heard one time, it's like you can't rob a bank and ask God to help you with that. No, that's not going to happen, okay? That's not going to work. But I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. That means things that are His will, things that are good for us, those good works that we have, We're asking Him for help. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. He's our strength. He's our refuge. And above all, brethren, he's a very, very present help
0: in trouble. Thank you for joining us today on the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. I hope the message has been uplifting and beneficial to you and that the Lord will continue to bless you to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth. Join us again tomorrow for another message of God's sovereign grace.